Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode number 130. That is 130 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. It's a miracle we've made it to 130, Jerry, but here we are. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Here we, we we have turned the corner for the caps, I believe. I believe we have, man. So we're gonna do a we're gonna do a good wings, beers, and tears episode here. We're gonna focus on our favorites, the caps. They got a lot to talk about. Um, we can talk a little bit about the commanders if we want. Um, it's just it is a slow moving train <laughs> this uh, this sale, um, and I think they're kind of at a uh, crossroads right now, so to speak, because according to the team, they can't really do much with long term deals and anything else. Until the sales finalized, and so there's just, n- there's really nobody to get this no, year. This year's no. probably a wash. It is. What I think they're doing is, Todd, is they're just vetting all the limited partners. There's a lot of them. Yeah, and they each have to go through their criteria, um, and they'll probably have to tweak some things here or there on, for sure. on paper. But for sure, it, it's a done deal. It's just going to happen later this summer. I couldn't agree more with that in terms of it being a done deal. Um, and I, I've heard a lot of the local uh, pundits, you know complaining on the radio. They're like, why, why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? Think about it for a second. This is a $6 billion deal in a fraternity of 32 franchises that you can't fuck it up. It's got to get done the right way. I mean... Well, what happens it, if what happens if something happens and they can't meet payroll? Now you're in a crisis. So 100%. You have to do it. Yeah, no, you have this, to make sure this that is they the, have the backing. Bingo. And, this is the time to do all the background shit. Even if it seems a little bit menial, uh, you still have to do it. Well, nothing sells in radio like outrage. So that's... <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to be they're going to be unhappy and, and, you know, what's the consternation? They want people upset and calling in. And, oh, for sure. You know, that's what for sure. And <clears throat> this time of the year, let's face it, right? Caps are done. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nats stink. You know, the Orioles are great, which drives the actual DC <laughs> uh, broadcasters crazy right. because the Orioles have rebuilt now, and so they're where the Nats want to be. So it's really a dead zone <clears throat> for true DC fans. So what do you talk about? Hypotheticals. That's what that's what sells radio right now. Hey, let's talk about the hypothetical right. come September. So that's where they're at. But let's talk about. Our favorite team on this podcast, the Washington Capitals, finally have a uh, they finally have a general at the helm there at the uh, behind the bench. So why do you think it took so long? <clears throat> Toronto's been out for a while. I actually don't think it took very long at all. Really? Uh, I'm 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 pleased <clears throat> it was done this expeditiously. A um, lot of good candidates in the coaching pool, and like you just said, you have to if your candidate is on another team, you have to wait for them to be done. Then you actually have to get clearance from that team if they're under contract. And almost every team, even for like an elevated, absolutely. Really, I didn't know that. <clears throat> you're a complete dick if you don't elevate that person and allow them to. But yeah, there, there I, have I assume, been. I think the NFL is you have to give them. They don't need permission if they're going to uh, advance ascend. their career. Yeah. The, the thing is, in the NHL, the the hierarchy of the assistant coaches is a bit muddled depending on what team you look at and talk to. So well, it's one of those where. But here's the deal. The Caps got their guy. His name is Spencer Carberry. Um, he is the former coach of the Hershey Bears, and he was the AHL Coach of the Year in 2021 and immediately went to the power play coaching position in Toronto and has been there the last two years, and their power play has ranked second and third overall in the league, and that's both regular season and playoffs combined. Well, he was clearly their target. He I'm was. not even sure. I mean, uh, who knows what they did behind the scenes, but I'm not sure they even – Focused on anything, and I think they're, from what people say, their calendar uh, was sped up when he started getting interest from other teams. Like uh, you, you said it best a couple pods ago when we were kind of surmising, and the names were in the hat and, and whatever else. And Toronto was still in the playoffs at that point, right? And you said, "I want the guy that everybody else wants to talk to," right? And that's, that's what the they guy. got. Yeah. So 
They got whatever you think about him, whether you think he's deserving of this first shot or not, he was well sought after. And that's why I think they did a good job locking him up pretty quickly. Um, So he's the guy, man. So now he gets to put the staff in place. I know that you, for one, are going to pine for Blaine Forsythe to stay on the staff. Oh, I hope he does. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, you're, if you don't do anything else, Spencer, just listen to me. <laughs> Keep that guy. You and RMNB are both on the, the get man. rid of Blaine Forsythe bandwagon. Um, but anyway, so he's 41 years old, so he's, he's young. And hey, man, look, this Caps job is a very interesting job. We obviously look at it with our Caps rose-colored glasses. It's a hell of a job, though. You are. You've got the arguably the greatest record going in in modern day sports, which is the all time goal scoring mark from Wayne Gretzky, which is now in sights of Alex Ovechkin. So you get to coach, you know, with with ESPN and TNT getting every major game on every Friday and Saturday night until Ovi gets it. That has its pluses and minuses. Exactly right, because then it becomes a circus, right? Circus, especially if you suck. Then so, it's all just about so you that. and I. You and I, I. I think you were as in tune as as I was when when Cal Ripken was chasing the twenty one thirty one record. Yeah. I mean, that was just the fucking coolest thing that summer because I think he ended up breaking it in September that year. Right. You know, and I mean, it was just you knew it was going to happen, but every game was so cool. But I wonder you, what it was like to be his teammate. And, I mean, right, because they were a middling fun. team then, yeah. right? And and so the only reason they were on national TV was the record. They they weren't actually that good. And and, and I don't think Ovi wants to be a sideshow. I think he wants to be on an ascending team that's uh, winning in, in the playoffs. I think that's dude, a big deal. Dude likes to score because he likes to win. Right. He, when they're when they're down four two or, or they're down five one and he scores to make it five two, he doesn't celebrate the same way as when he scores to make it three three right. or to give him the lead. Like. He he's a baller, dude. So he wants to, he wants to play and he wants to win. One thing I like about this hire is obviously the age. I obviously that could go both ways, right? Sure. He doesn't have NHL head coaching experience. I get it. You never know how the vets are going to jive with him. I get all that, but he's really started coaching from like the 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 ground. Yeah, and has worked his way up. I mean, he was in the low level le- leagues. He was successful there. He then went to the AHL, was successful there, coached at Hershey, which is a big deal. Yep. And then um, went to Toronto and had success as an assistant. So he's had success wherever he's been. Absolutely. Which is a pretty good track record. And he's young. And he, I mean, these are the these are the names um, that he has coached and has affiliations with and from Hershey and elsewhere. Connor McMichael, Hendrik Robinski, mm-hmm. Garrett Pilon, Beck Maestrums, Maestrum. Mm-hmm. Malinstrom. Malinson. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get that eventually. <laughs> Lucas Johansson. Are you announcing a graduation tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Snively. Alex Alexiev. Yep. Faravari. Yep. Riley Sutter. Protus. Mm hmm. Uh, Zach Fricale, yeah. Hunter, Shepard, Hunter Shepard. Jeez, I can't. Shepard, was he French? <laughs> Rasmus Sandine. It's an and, alternate pronunciation. I like yeah, it. Abe Kubo. Yep, the, the, the guy's like a he, he's like the, Kubel. He's like yeah. the yeah. Isn't he like the the male model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a Carl Haglin. He's like a younger Carl Haglin. He's so, got the. I mean, that's a lot of dudes that he's actually coached with. Right. And if he can't get Connor McMichael to play, then he's just a bust. Well, here's the deal, dude. McMichael and Lapierre are lighting it up right now with Hershey. Oh no, Hershey's about to and knock Protus, on wood. Protus might Pro- be the playoff MVP, oh, dude. He's been a fucking beast, man. Um, I actually watched the game the other night. They actually have it on NBCSN. Right. Um. And, and game five is tonight, and they can close it out. They can close and, it and, out. And they can get to the Calder Cup final. And that is a big deal for these guys because, 
we sit here as NHL fans and we go, get to the dance and, and show me something. But sometimes it takes a little time, you know? Not everyone is Crosby and Ovechkin and Malkin, and you just right. you make it to the dance and you go. You know, people forget Kuznetsov opted his first couple years to stay in Russia in the elite league, and he cut his teeth there. When he was ready, he came over here, and he was immediately an impact player. But those two years in between, that was development. Well, in North America, you have a number of ways to do it, and the AHL is one of the best ways to do it as, as a feeder system. And you just rattled off all those names that he has had hands-on coaching experience with. That is, that is not insignificant, in my opinion. Right. Well, with a team that's in flux, because this roster could be all up and down in terms of a mix of vets and young guys, and that, it scares me a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously they're hamstrung by some of the contracts, which we've talked about ad nauseum. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he knows that going in, and I wonder, you know, I, I, I get, hopefully they have a plan on how to, how to deal the with that. The two biggest questions for me, <clears throat> as far as the, the construction of the opening day roster goes, start with your two centers. Kuzi, is he on the trading block? And Backstrom, can somebody convince him to retire? Because it's the only way his cap hit yeah. doesn't affect them. They, yeah. you know, but as much, right? It'd still be dead money, but not as much. Not as much, right? <clears throat> so, and the player that would play in place of him is probably going to be better. Correct. At this point, you know, I don't care and I know it, everybody goes, "Oh, but we need we need center depth. We need center depth." Well, if Kuzi doesn't give a shit, then it's not center depth. Right. And if Backstrom is, if you're counting on him to be your second line center, oh man. Yeah, and he's not a fourth line center because no, he's exactly. You know, I mean, I just don't think he's any line center now. At this anymore, point, you know? at this point, you've got Strom and um, Dowd under uh-huh. contract, and those two are perfectly fine. Flip anywhere from two to four. Right, number one centers aren't just sitting out on a tree somewhere. A guy like Dylan Strom can can he can twilight as a number one center for a portion of a season. So. Right. I think their best bet is to see what they can get in return for Kuzi. And if you say, "Oh, you missed the big window," maybe they did, but 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 that's behind you now. You can't you, do anything you, about it. What you, do you just? You, it's stupid to keep on thinking you could do something. Hundred percent. So what are you going to do? Let him play if he's motivated, and you're like, "Oh, well, then he can garner more." Well, if he's motivated and playing well, then you want him as your number one center. I mean, so maybe Carver. I mean, that might be his first. I mean, his first call is to Ovechkin. Right, if he hasn't, I'm sure he's had it already. I'm mm-hmm. sure he had many calls even prior to. And quite him. honestly, there may have been a call between McClellan and Ovechkin before they even announced Carberry. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sure you yeah. can't you can't just do that without talking to him. Right. But his second call is probably to Kuznetsov, saying, "All right, man, talk to me. Mm-hmm. What, what are you what are you vibing at? You say you want out of here. Why do you want out of here? This is my vision for you. If you're just a done deal, let us know so we can try to get you right. out. Hey, I'm I'm starting fresh too. I'm man. starting fresh. If you want to start fresh, tell me. You know, and, and we'll get you on out of here. Um, but yeah. I also, I don't want any whining. Right. Right. I don't want you. If you don't want to be here, I don't want you either. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. let's let's just try to do it the best way we can. Yep. No, I'm um, with you. Um, no. So they're going it, to it's going to be a very interesting rest of the offseason. Right. And, and once the playoffs wrap up and once free agency starts, which is give or take July 1st, somewhere in that range. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting to see. Do they go after those cost-cutting contracts and add some grizzled veterans? You know a guy that I completely forgot? Connor Brown. Connor Brown. That's what I was going to I mean, what is his status? It's he, It was a pretty massive injury. So it was an ACL injury, and it was of the likes of Wilson. Apparently, right. he's the same surgeon. And <clears throat> he said it was almost, almost dead even. And as we saw with Wilson, I don't think Wilson was even 100% at the end of this past year. No. So that's not a 9- to 12-month injury. That's a 12- to 18-month injury. 
I mean, didn't that happen like the first game of the year? Yeah. 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 So the good news is he's a free agent. Right. So if they opt not to to go after him, everybody's going, well, he was on a, a cost-controlled, I think, 3.6 is what he was making. Well, I don't know that he can really garner much more than that. Yeah. If we go, hey, dude, you're in the organization. Let's go two by 3.6. Let's keep you where we are, where you were. Let's rehab you. Let's do like a reset, like a do-over, and see how you can place into this team come December, January, somewhere in there. Where was he? What line was he on when he got hurt? Uh, he was flighting between the second and third. Um, he... The rumor was Ovi loved playing with him, and until Wilson got back, they liked him on the top line because he's a Wilson light type of guy. Right. Big, strong dude, goes to the net, got good hands, can skate well. Um, well, they got the they got the eighth, right? What I don't want them to do, honestly, is I don't want them to draft some Russian guy who's going to stay over there for four years. That does nothing. Like they just did? Like they just did. I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. sick of that. And that's like that happens <laughs> a lot. Apparently, though, they're saying he's a year away. He's I only get, 17. I get it, man. You know? You know, but we've heard this so many Look, times. I'm with you. And we need help now. We do, but you're not going to get help now at pick 15 eight. in the draft. How about yeah. they got eight? Eight. Or, or is yeah, that It, it doesn't really matter. What, yeah. Basically, if you're not the top three in this year's draft, the, the difference between four and 20 is, is not that right. big. You you're know? Right. Right. Um, so that's not going to help you, but you just read off that list of guys, and other organizations go, oh, every organization has that. Not really. You usually have two to three that can play in the NHL. Of the list that you just named, I think there was 11 guys that have actually gotten NHL minutes already. So you're not starting them from scratch. When they come into this next camp, you're starting them from a different plateau. Yeah. Um, and I think there are plenty of roster spots available that they can fill without having to go to free agency. Look, the NHL has proven that you can ascend quickly. Yeah. You don't have to be buried for 100%, a long time. 100%. You get some young guys who you know, are eager and energetic and play well, mm-hmm. and you mix and match, and you have a good goalie, and we have a good goalie. We do. Right? This is a – you can make the – I'm not saying they're a cup contender, but you can make the playoffs. I, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Any year you can make the playoffs. Yeah, and this year's a prime example. I mean, <laughs> the West was weak. Vegas was the best team, and, and good on them. They've, they've survived out west. Um, right. The benefit of a ton of injuries from Colorado and some bad luck from Edmonton, and boom, they're in the finals. And in the east, you get the fucking eight seed. And it, those it, guys... It seems like they haven't played in forever. Who's that? Florida? Florida. I know. It's been a minute. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you know, I got like Vegas in game one at least. Oh, I think so too. You know? But man, I got to tell you, that Florida team... Oh, they, 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 they're on a, they were on a team of destiny, but I wonder if they lost their mojo. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there is something to play in every other night. There is. Um, you get in, they, you get hurt. The, right? the way they play, they need some rest, man. They yeah. play hard. And they yeah. had a bunch of overtime games. Even though they swept Carolina, that was a fucking knockdown, oh, drag it out a, series. And then then your boy, uh, who's the – Brenda Moore was like, we didn't get swept. I know. That was the funniest thing. I think he was just like metaphorically – you know what, though? As he was talking, I was like, God damn, this is how I sound sometimes when we lose. <laughs> right. He's like, dude, did you look at the stats? We were dead even. Dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, but you did lose four in a row, yeah, bro. You lost, you know? but the and one stat that matters is they're, they're, going, on, they're going on and you're going home in four yeah, games. I mean, the difference I mean, is... I got swept. I was swept. stunned. Swept. That's stunning. I know. No. And everybody said um, the, the problem with Carolina was they, do, they don't have a superstar. And they're probably right. I mean, if Ajo's... Ajo's he's good, but yeah. he's... I don't know that he's superstar, but whatever. But he's he's a solid player. You got a lot of really good solid players on that team. And my argument was, well, Florida doesn't really have a superstar. But then I thought about it. But Borowski, when he's on his game, is probably a top five goalie in the league. That's right. superstar status. And Barkov is quietly 
probably a top 10 player in the entire league. Right. But then you add in Matthew Kachuk playing like like yeah, a yeah. fucking man possessed, and it's like, well, yeah, they, they had better stars, and their stars were better. Well, back to, I mean, when you think about Kuzi, um, if you're really going to get younger and fresher, you don't need the grumpy guy in the locker room. 100%. Taking minutes and just killing everybody. Well, let me ask you this job. question. <clears throat> and this is hypothetical, as I just said, that we love right. to do. What if, uh, you know, Carberry comes in and does his uh, initial interviews and tries to and gets with McClellan and they're, they got their big spreadsheet out and they're trying to figure out who slots in. And what if Kuzi's like, I'm all in, let's fucking go. Well, you got to give him a shot, right? You got to give him a shot, you know, right? But you got to, I mean, the best predictor of the future is past, right? So that's, you know, generally yeah. Yeah. you're asking him to change his stripes. Right. Um, and if things are going bad and, and they're not winning games and mm-hmm. he's not scoring, what's, he's going to get grumpy again. So I think, and that's my fear because he seems almost like a bit of a front runner type of player. I think he's as soon just as they're winning. He, he seems engaged. I think he's just a guy that loses interest really easy. He's not a grinder. And he doesn't. And- Laviolette's teams were grinders, yeah. and I don't think that that mix was good. He definitely and, didn't like Laviolette. He did not. And a lot of people didn't like no. Laviolette. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A lot of the Russians didn't like Yeah, it, That seems to be, yeah. you're not playing our guys. Right. right. Well, like you said, when Orloff went, and he was like, I can't believe Alexiev isn't playing. Alexi- I can't yeah. believe you know, these other and guys. And so when, that, when, when, though, when their peers start saying that, it's like, now that's something. Right. You know, because they're not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows talent like other players. Right. You know? Right. And obviously, Laviolette just wanted his type of player, mm-hmm. regardless of talent. Sure. Sure. Well, I look at a lot of the teams that had success in the playoffs, and I feel a little bit optimistic with the way the Caps could perform. Because so many of those teams were young, no-name guys on the blue line. And they skate like the wind, and they move the puck fast, and they get up in the play. Washington's got a lot of those guys right now, you know? <laughs> now, I know you're going to laugh, but Carlson is kind of irreplaceable on the power play and that veteran presence in the back. But other than him, they get young really, really fast now on the back. Yeah. Um, the question is, because most of those guys are not proven, that is the biggest question mark. So, But again, Dallas in the playoffs, I mean, they gave, they gave Vegas a run. Dude, Jerry, they are young and inexperienced on the blue line, and – they got exposed and got rolled a bunch of games, and then they took Vegas to the wire a bunch of them. So pick your poison, man. <clears throat> I'd rather be young with upside, personally, in, the, in this NHL. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, kudos to McClellan. Mm-hmm. He had his guy picked out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not a name that came from – I mean, this was the pe- This is the dude they were saying before it all happened. Yeah. This is your number one guy. That's right. Um, he was wanted by other teams, which probably accelerated things, and – you know he got him, so yep. uh, kudos to him. I, I now, completely whether agree. Or why, I mean, it's not like, but let's all remember, right? When if this he doesn't work out, we were all happy when he got him, and nobody was complaining. Mm-hmm. Right? This is all these number one picks. Remember they they when they when they get busted, like oh I can't believe you took him. Same same analyst that thought he was going to be this great player, mm-hmm. right? Nobody was complaining. Nobody was clump complaining when Washington took Dwayne Haskins, right, on draft day. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody complaining. Right, right. Even though it was, but now they would have said, "Oh, it was never going to work." Okay, I don't remember you saying that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but let's. That's a good point. Let's all remember that we're happy now, regardless of how it works out. So I'm happy now, and I think I'll need to check myself too. I was, I don't remember being, like, extremely 
that's the guy with La Violette. I thought it was, you know, it's just another retread. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think that, you know, we, we Caps still are in their window, mm-hmm. and he's the guy that's going to take yep. him. So I understood that that pick. He just, <clears> you know what? It's almost out. like that rebound girlfriend, because coming off of Reardon, it was like anybody was going to be so much better. I mean, that Reardon year and a half was awful, Jerry. Right. I mean, that was that was bad. Again, he had the... It, it, he had the disservice of, of having the COVID year and having everything be all fucked up, but he didn't do anything with it either. Um, and Barry Trotz left that team completely stacked. Yeah. So. I mean, the Barry Trotz, that's where we veered. We did, but I, wait, 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 hey, man, we also, let's, let's keep in mind with Trotz, he hadn't won shit in 15 years prior. <laughs> I know. And well, he won, he just didn't win. It, it, you know, yeah. so it, 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 it takes the right mix of shit. So, all right. So Caps got their guy. The roster building has, has leaves a lot to be desired, but, uh, you know, we'll see how the next couple months play out. And unfortunately, it might not tell us everything, um, you know. Well, my, my guess is he's going to get one veteran behind, behind the bench. Some like mm-hmm. oh, that's the way they do it in the movies, right? They get the young coach with the old grizzly vet. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, and then I'd like to see him get some dynamic dudes. Um, you know, maybe you need one old guy, but if you're going to get young, you need to have young coaches. So with the salary cap being stagnant now for quite a few years, there's a lot of contracts. Right. And the caps are a team with some of them themselves that are less than desirable now, right? Right. Well, there's a whole bunch of guys on Toronto that contract look great, and now they're a little disgruntled. And now there's rumors of guys like Nylander and Marner wanting to go elsewhere. Well, he had a ton of success as their power play coach, and they absolutely flourished on the power play. Hey, I wouldn't mind sending a disgruntled Russian up north and taking one of those guys. <laughs> I don't know about you, you know. Yeah, um, maybe. You know. Yeah, that's something. You know, so point being, I think you're going to see some contracts move around right. in this offseason. And the guy that used to make $7 million that was untouchable because of that contract, mm-hmm. now a lot of teams have those guys with those types of players at that type of money. Right. So just shuffling around the chairs every once in a while, you know, the grass does seem greener. So as of, as of April 27, 2023, uh, this one Twitter guy, says, here is the Caps defenseman depth chart as it currently stands. Mm-hmm. And this is a month ago. Right. Faravari, mm-hmm. Sandine, mm-hmm. Alexiev, Gabriel Carson. Don't yep. know who he is. Mm-hmm. Some guy named Hardy, Hammond, Octel, and Lucas Johansson. Mm-hmm. On the right side, John Carlson, Nick Jensen, TVR, Vincent Honorio. Well, Iorio's uh, he might be a year away, but he's the guy in Her- in Hershey that I absolutely love. Right. He's he's going to be a fucking to me, he's got the trajectory of Ferravari. He's going to come up and he's going to be immediately effective. So, what do you think? Do you think if you had to pick um the the top 3 on the left side, Ferravari, Sandine, Alexiev, mm-hmm. on the right side Carlson, Jensen, TVR? Yeah. 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 That's that's competent right it's, it's perfectly fine that's what i mean like we're not plugging monster holes here we're, we're talking about it's it's forwards it's correct it's incentive i mean that that's, and unfortunately it's elite forwards because yeah. the depth forwards are fine it's your elite forwards that we're lacking now and and i know this is sacrilege amongst cap circles but if wilson isn't fully going to recover from that acl injury that leaves a big hole yeah 
I mean, you got to figure he will. It's an ACL. I mean, I would I, hope I, so. I get it, but it's I would ACL. hope so, man. And a guy that you bring up quite often is a guy like Oshi and Wilson and Oshi. With the way they play, they only play one way. I know. And they they're gonna get hurt. That's just the nature of it. And and Oshi's got age, and it's not on well, his side. Yeah, I mean, the the older guys, you just what do they say? Father times undefeated, right? You know, I mean, it's it, that's the way it is. I mean, I think in number three, I mean, I think it goes. Backstrom, but there's there's really little they can do. So, yeah, right. But that's the biggest issue. It is Kuznetsov mm-hmm. and then even Oshi. I I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You gotta decide what you're going to do. Yeah, I mean those three are, are are key cogs, whether or not they're on the team, and if they are, that roster spot that's taking up a ton of money and time away from other players that could be more productive. So, See, that's the biggest thing with with Backstrom is that he's taking time away from a player that's better than him. Right. And, and, and we talk about McMichael and LaPierre and you go, oh, they're too young. They're too young. Well, I don't know if they're too young. I don't man. know either. You know, yeah. I'm watching them play in the AHL. I get it. It's a league down. I co- totally understand that. It's still professional hockey. Right. And, you know, they're still big, fast, and strong. And those guys seem to be a cut above. That That's what you want, right? You know? You don't want to pull the guy up from double A who's hitting 220. You pull up the guy who's hitting 360, yeah. you know, oh, it's double A. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he's he's dominant at that level. Well, the press know? conference tomorrow, well, I'm interested to hear him talk. I am too. Um, I'm sure he'll say all the right things. He's, you know, he's a professional, but and he's been with the tr- Toronto media, so <laughs> and they're gonna not be a break gonna, for him coming you know, down here. I'm sure Tarek and all those media guys are gonna have great questions, which he won't answer. But basically, <laughs> what is your I mean, I just want him to hear what's your philosophy? Mm-hmm. And what are your goals? I mean, right. The goal is to always win the Stanley Cup, but how do you get there? Right. And with this roster, I mean, you're not going to, he's not going to mention names, but he's, you know, are they going to play with pace? Are they going to focus on, you know, dump and chase? I can't imagine they're going to do that, but. Now, this league's all about pace right now. I mean, if you, if you don't have pace, you're going to get left behind. And, and some of the talented teams that, that got knocked out in the first couple rounds lacked pace. Right. And dare I say it, Boston was not that fast a team. No. You know? They were so dominant in the regular season. It was hard seeing them get knocked off. But, dude, Florida. my ass off. You saw that stat I sent you on Twitter yeah. that Boston, the Celtics and the, the Bruins are the first two teams ever to lose game sevens at home to an eight seed. Hilarious. Because <laughs> we talk about how blessed the Boston uh, sports you know, landscape is with the Patriots, you right. know, Patriots history, Celtics history, you know, Red Sox, everything else. But it's funny seeing them get knocked down a couple pegs right now. <laughs> So before we get off, I want to give a shout out to Bobby Huggins, not for withstanding the, the with withstanding that, but the uh, shirt I stand with Huggins, <laughs> but he is is on in the uh, in the running to land the biggest free or the free agent, free agent. The, yeah biggest trans, biggest transfer portal the starting four at Tennessee who's in the NBA uh, draft he's going to withdraw he went he was up at West Virginia he's. You know, going to Michigan and doing his rounds, so sure. it's going to come down to money and opportunity. But um, the people said that uh, uh, on the website that I look at said that the money they raised a million dollars in May, Jesus and it's Christ. all going to basketball. Wow! So, well, I, I mean, mean, like we saw with the Dickinson deal, man. I mean, these guys are going to make more by transferring to the right team for a year than they will going to the G League. Yeah, or, that's you right. Know. That's that's what it is. I mean, you know, and you know? I mean, it's going to be another seven hundred fifty thousand bucks for a year. Wow! And they got, I mean, they so West Virginia. I mean, they have nothing in football. They're the worst 
They they get division two. You keep guys. saying this as we go on through the summer. I'm going to do some, my own fucking no, research. I'm going to reach out to Jeff. I'm going to I'm going to peel back the curtain. Oh, he's I'm, even more pessimistic than I am. <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah, there's no, no such no, thing. I mean, they are, this is the worst West Virginia team I've ever seen. And I think they the, they've decided we don't have a lot of money to fund everything. So they may um, as well put all. So of their we're going to put it in basketball, basketball because it's a lot easier and to get better quickly. So somebody needs to put a muzzle on Huggins then when he does interviews. Oh, <laughs> I mean that was just a one off. I mean it was. I think he just had a like a. I think he had a stroke and forgot he was like talking. You know, I mean, what a moron. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all. By the way, that's all come and gone. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's all. They, they, nobody talks about that 100%, anymore. Because he went out and and lured this guy, and now everybody's like, yeah. Rah, I mean, rah. they got they got the starting. They're bringing back one or two dudes, um, who were decent. Mm-hmm. They got the starting guard at Arizona. Mm-hmm. They got this transfer guy who had to sit out the year. I don't understand how he sat out. Like, he was forced to sit out by the NCAA, but he was, like, the player of the year for Manhattan or whatever, and he's okay. supposed to be, like, really good. Okay. Um, and then they got the big kid from Syracuse, the mm-hmm. player of the year there. Right. Uh, and then um, they got another big, and then now this guy is supposed to be, like, the hey, – if man, they can get him. I got to tell you, roster assembly in this new age NCAA – is for the new age coaches. And yeah. I give Huggins a ton of credit for being willing to just roll with that, those punches because... Well, what happened was, is he had this longtime assistant, Larry somebody or other, um, who was with him forever, and he was loyal to, and they fired him, and they brought in this young buck, mm-hmm. and they got this, this like, transfer portal guru, mm-hmm. and... They sort of said, "We're gonna. You got our focus, mm-hmm. right? You got the focus of the money. Make it happen, well, because we ath- need something <clears throat> to be good." Well, these athletic departments are are creating new positions via the NIL, right? You know, um, moniker. You know, and they're not calling it NIL. You know, associate, but that's essentially what they are, right. and they're glorified fundraisers. But all the fucking gloves are off now. All the rules yeah. and regulations that used to exist, you don't have to do that anymore. Well, you know, now they go just out do- and you find your big donors and you you get those networks and you figure it out. They're you know? doing what they always did, except they're doing it above board now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it's all out. And it's open. so much easier. Yeah, it it right. really is. But I mean, I'm not saying I, I I like it because you know, for team for schools like West Virginia, I assume this is a one and done chance, right? I mean, if this sure. fails and goes down in flames, right. they're never going to do this. Well, like again. we talked about, if if he's going to assemble this this roster and they're going to go eighteen and thirteen again, and yeah, I mean that that, that ain't going to fly, you know. No, I mean uh, this is a. Uh, but everybody's excited, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're going to get this guy. But you know, he's he's obviously he's not a first round draft pick, right? Um, because otherwise he'd be yeah, going, right, right, right. But he's sure. a uh, you know a solid four mm-hmm. that's started for two years at Tennessee. So hey, you know. well, hey man, I'm excited for Terps basketball. Um, yeah. I'm excited for West Virginia for you. Um, I'm excited for Terps football. You know, I think they're going to be solid. You know. Yeah. Um, added a couple guys in the transfer window there um, to help beef up the uh, O and D lines, which was nice. You I'll, know? Be, I'll be down at uh, I'll be down in uh, Terrapinville this for a seven on seven on Saturday. So nice. I'll see Locks. I'll let you know. Yep. Tell him I said hello. I will. Um, <laughs> so I listen to Wings, but when you're coming on, Locks. I know, man. Tears. Yeah. Um, I, I will sing his praises. Um, I'll get him on here. Hey, um, man, he's a talent. Her. He is, man. Dude, look, he's got an eye for it. He does, yeah. you know, and, and and he's the right fit for the university at the right time. We'll see what the ceiling is. If yeah. it was last year, I don't know how many more years this lasts. You know, you know, is winning seven games enough? 
Well, eventually it won't yeah. be. No. But now it is. Yeah. For now but, it is. Well, hey, it's two back-to-back wins in, in a bowl game. Yeah. And and that's huge. And, and, you know, again, this is the kind of year where if they can beat a Penn State or a Michigan and, and steal one of those games. Penn State's good, man. Penn State's really fucking good. They're good. Really good. Ohio State's going to be loaded. Of course they are. Michigan will be good. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. that's you got to figure it's If you can steal one of those three. It, 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 that's the difference between a special eight and nine win season. Right. Or I mean, a you six basically win. can't have a bad week against a team you should beat. Correct. Because otherwise, you're going to have a six and six. That's exactly right. Six and, and last five. year, they had good weeks when they needed them against Michigan State um, right. and Northwestern. And then one of their worst games of the year was Purdue, and Purdue snuck them. And and that that was the difference between right. them making a big bowl and then going to right. a good bowl. You know, uh, but at least it wasn't like a. You know, charity bowl. <laughs> so, oh, you know, I mean, the, the, for a while we would have taken those, but yeah, you know, the ceiling was at Maryland is a lot higher than it is at West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia is a rebuild. Yeah. Because they got to, they got to make it through this year. Then Just fire ne- Neil. Let Neil Brown do his magic, he Jerry. Terrible. <laughs> would you go have a beer with him in Morgantown? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be up there, you know, and I'll see him. I, right. He walks over, he gets on this golf cart, and I'm like, get off the golf cart, dude. You suck. <laughs> They should make your ass walk. Take that fucking golf cart and give it to Huggins. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Don't need that guy dropping down. Uh. <laughs> so, obviously, Huggins was on that radio show, and he was, like, talking about Catholics. And the first thing, <laughs> the, the first thing that, that my buddies texted me is, I said, we're, you know, W's in line to get this, like, new transfer. He's like, wow, he must be Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, when, when you the read, message boards, all the gloves are off. When you it. when you read the transcript of what he said in that radio, oh. thing, I was like, "What are you like? I don't even understand what you were thinking." <sighs> yeah, well, like at no he's a time, character. at no time, not even in the '80s would that have been acceptable radio. He's a fucking character, man. All right. Well, well anything else for the week? Let's see how hey, Carberry does. Congrats to uh, our kids. Our they, kids they, graduating. They, 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 they've made it through. We just uh, saw them off in the parade. Tomorrow's graduation and uh, onward and upward and from here, man. Keep paying for their asses. Yep. Yep. Well, that'll take us a while. We'll be doing this show for a long, long time. We got to do this show down at, uh, down, you know, behind the line, behind enemy lines at Tech. That's, oh, that's right. Maybe we can get a following at Tech. I'll still hate them, but I would. That would be incredible. That'd be awesome. I'll get George and all of his doofus friends to, uh, you know, yeah. tune in each week. Yeah, yeah that would be great. We'll get some intel from them from we'll, the student section. We'll, we'll break down. We'll break down every Virginia Tech game as well. <laughs> That'll be awesome. <laughs> Wings, beers, and tears. Peace. Later.